Hello, folks. Welcome to another resplendent, glorious, classy episode of So How About This. I am Alan Dempsey. And my name is Rafiq Shaheen. Rafiq is a little under the weather today. He's a little... Nasally. A little drippy and nasally, so you'll notice that at some point. Hopefully it makes me actually sound sexier than I normally yeah. do. Well, you probably, what you really want to do is put a little grime on it. Hey, hey, sound like an old blues, yeah, man. Old blues man. Old blues man. Oh, I done seen some things in my life. You sound more crawdad than you do blues. All, all old blues men are from Louisiana. <laughs> you didn't know that? That's how that works. Right. Just the and, bi- the Bayou oh, Sponge sure, two things, yeah. bluesmen and uh, Dixieland, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean them crow And then you gotta go unintelligible. I <laughs> <laughs> laugh a lot because whatever you're saying is fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay. Last episode. Okay. Little background. Rafiq and I have been trying to find some kind of format. That works for us to record things. Yeah. So we did a bunch of Let's Plays, and that didn't work because technologically we could never get it to work. And then I just am not into that, so I was always being dragged along and grumpy. So first episode of this podcast, we did the little topics in the bucket. Yeah. I'm not abandoning that idea. Okay. But I'd like to introduce a new element. Where we actually introduce things to one another and say, so how about this? So, it's Christmas. By the way, I'm going to throw my family under the bus right now. (laughs) Sorry, family, I love you, but art is more important than you are. (laughs) Wow, I love how you just summed up the artist dilemma in one sentence. (laughs) By the way, this what we're doing at this table with one mic in the middle and every creak that you can hear in the chair? Art. Right. Um, <laughs> so my brother likes to buy silly gifts for people on Christmas. The last few years, he's gone bananas. Brief example. One year, two years ago, he bought my mom this little, like, Asian xylophone thing. And it had a mallet, but it wasn't very good. Okay. And it turned. It was clearly more for decoration than, you know, for, actual than for actual playing. Yeah. Then the next year, he buys her, like, this mini xylophone on her lap this year he came around the corner with a fucking case and a professional xylophone (laughs) inside the case let me ask you this does your mom actually play xylophone or my mom is generally musical so if you put anything in front of her she can bang it out you know so every time every year when she was presented with a xylophone she immediately did something okay you know but no, she's not like in a band playing xylophone. <laughs> One year he bought me a recorder, a little pla- like I just okay, I have a recorder now. <laughs> this year he bought me a full fucking real steel piccolo. I have an actual piccolo. piccolo. <laughs> so, keeping that in mind, every second or third present you open makes you laugh. Right. I open a present and immediately like start belly laughing and waving it around and go phil what is this turns out it was from a sister-in-law and it wasn't meant to be a joke she thought i would sincerely like it and now i'm gonna make fun of this present on a podcast 
right, let's That's hear it. where we are. <laughs> let's hear We're it. Fake. I can't express to you the joy in my heart as I pass this across the table to you. This is the Ed the Machine. Regine. Ed the Machine Regine tells dot ellipses, 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 ellipses. What yeah. hundred of the funniest jokes he's ever heard. With not like to... one, but three exclamation points. And that's how you know it would be good. Can you tell? <laughs> By the way, there's a parental advisory <laughs> sticker on here. <laughs> there's a parental... But wait a minute, I gotta back up, because the people at home don't understand. This isn't... This is a CD. I just gave you a CD right. case. Yes. But this isn't a professional CD that somebody bought at a store. This is like the thin... Like when you buy a pack of 50, they come with right. little thin jewel cases and a cover that he printed himself. Right. And he, he went to the trouble of putting a parental advisory <laughs> on a CD that he printed right. himself. Right. This is merch. <laughs> yeah. Like this is merch from a show. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you describe Ed Regine to the kids <laughs> at home? He kind of looks like if Pat Sajak got fat. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I think that's the nicest way I could describe that. No, uh, you know what? Actually, to be completely fair, it's like if Pat Sajak and Andrew Dice Clay both got in a teleporter. Okay, and this they, is what came out. I really like the fact that you didn't immediately go. They fucked each other. You went <laughs> teleporter. That makes me very happy. Um, so I've never listened to this. I've got it loaded into the CD player <laughs> okay. right now. And basically, my plan, I don't care how long it takes, we're going to go through all 100 of these jokes. <laughs> and we're going to see what we're, we're... I don't know if this is copyrighted. I don't know where I would find Ed Regine to get permission to do this. And that, frankly, I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> these got to be street... Oh, yeah. We've opened it up. Just... just what What is your impression as you see 1 through 100 here? I, I I mean I like the fact that somehow on the back of the thing he printed up front, sure. there's actual colors. You know, like well, the, just front's like, in, the front's in color. Yeah, no, I'm saying like it wasn't just like a oh, white background. You know what? Like, I do have to open the CD thing real quick because you need to see the CD. <laughs> I need to see the CD. What, it's it's just a white label with a printed Ed tells his jokes and what does it say underneath? Alan, comma make him laugh. Ed the Regine. <laughs> this is wow. Um, hmm, hmm, uh huh. Hmm, uh huh. This is where we are. This, yeah. This is happening. You're not making this up. You're not hallucinating. You're not imagining this. <laughs> this is real. This is happening. So here, you know, I want to bring a moment of sadness to this. Uh, this guy is more successful than we are. Is he? He is. Like, I, Look, I, he might have more. Occupational success. <laughs> How many friends does Ed Regine have? I don't know. Hopefully, none of them listen to this podcast, or all of them listen to this podcast. I do hope we get five listeners at some point. This is a guy. This, come on. Don't do that. All right, I've got my iTunes pulled up. I 
don't really know. I haven't didn't have a chance to test any of this, so I don't know how loud this is going to be or how much this is going to work. We're putting it up to 80. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go all the way. There we go. All right. <laughs> you ready for this? Please. Let's listen to joke number one. Beautiful. That's, uh... By the way, let's look at the times here. All of these are... Oh, my God. Some of these are like six seconds long. <laughs> This is going to be the easiest podcast we ever did. I really was worried that these were going to be like long-form jokes. Okay. These are going to be in-and-out pieces of shit. These are one-liners, essentially. Oh, my God. So, how do we do this? Do we do them one at a time, or do we just let it play until we need to pause and talk about it? Or I, I think we got to do these one at a oh, time. Oh, fuck me. All right. By the way, I chose to do this to us, so <laughs> yes, it's all I, my fault. I came into this not knowing. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. All right. Now I'm really regretting this decision. <laughs> While well, we we're right. here. So. Track number one. Here we go. We're loading. We're loading. Come on. Oh, why isn't it playing? Wait. Is there something wrong with... No? Mm, it looks like it's playing... I just don't think we're right, here. Let me anything. pause the podcast while we figure this out, and then we will be back presently. Just kidding. Why isn't it goddamn pause? Oh, and we are recording. We just finally got the goddamn computer to play my CD, and the first sound we heard was this is. I think the, I think the description is magical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or cartoony. This is gonna be. This is going to be so much better than I thought this was going to be. All right. And you got to pick one, Alan. It's either the worst thing you've ever experienced or this is going to be so much this better. This is going to be great. It's going to be fucking great. All right. Track one. I hope this thing doesn't have to boot up every time I hit. What is happening? <laughs> yes! Oh my god! This guy's hitchhiking and he gets picked up by a truck driver in an 18-wheeler. And they're driving along and the truck driver says to the hitchhiker, Hey man, you want to see something cool? And the hitchhiker says, yeah. So the truck driver reaches back into the cab and pulls out a monkey. And he puts the monkey between his legs. And he picks up a mallet and he whacks the monkey in the head. And the monkey starts giving the truck driver a blowjob. Then he looks at the hitchhiker and says, Hey man, you want some of this? And the hitchhiker says, yeah, if you promise not to hit me that hard. Whoa. Wait, what? Whoa. All okay. right. All right. <laughs> Observation uh, one. <laughs> he actually said, hitchhiker. <laughs> this guy is from back in time. I was going to, I was going to say, he sounds like a dude doing a John Mulaney impression. Yeah. You know what he sounds like? He sounds like a guy in his basement telling jokes on a microphone. Right. <laughs> Oh my god, there's a hundred of these. <laughs> I'll say this. We are going to listen to all 100. Oh, I know. We may but, not get through them all right now, today, but, but it's happening. One thing I do want to make clear. We're only 11 minutes into this. Is track one was titled Beautiful. What? Yes. No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> This is the gift that keeps on giving. That was about a monkey who, for some reason, why was the monkey? Th oh, right. This is not even. That's not good, man. Because 
<laughs> the first joke. A good joke, even if there's something absurd like a horse in a bar, the characters have to be like, what is this horse doing in this bar? Right. Nobody in that joke was surprised that there was a monkey. (laughs) The punchline had nothing to do with the monkey giving a blowjob. Like that was incidental to the. Oh my! It's like it's like a five-year-old just made something up. You know what's sad though? At least according to the front of this, this is the funny one of the the funniest. Oh fuck me! You're right. Funniest lines. 100 of the funniest jokes he's ever heard. So somebody came to Ed Regine and told him in that. In 1932. And he, yeah, in 1932. <laughs> and then Ed Regine cried and said, I hope one day someone comes out with digital media where I don't have to talk into a can while I needle vibrate some wax. <laughs> I love the the notion that we've come across a time traveler who somehow (laughs) knows digital media. Right. He knows. Well, he's also a time traveler, (laughs) so he's got some info you don't got. Well, okay. Here's a question: Did he travel back in time to himself, or? Uh, Well, clearly, (laughs) this is like a. This is clearly a Biff situation where he's become magnificently rich on this record that I'm holding. So somewhere in the mix of all that, he's giving himself information just so he can yeah, be on the, it. the monkey went back in time. It's yeah. like, this is the so that one day he could sell this thin jewel case CD on a cruise. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. All right. Alright, what's This next one is called Nursing Home. Let's see if it has anything to do with nursing homes. I hope it doesn't. So these three guys are on an expedition. A French guy, an English guy, and an American guy. And they come upon a tribe of cannibals. Do you hear him trying to remember? Cannibals. Yeah. Okay, we are going to kill you now. And what we're going to do is we're going to use your skins to make our canoes. So you can pick whichever way you want to die. So the French guy says, just cut my head off. Viva la France. And the English guy says, stab me. God save the queen. And the American guy says, give me a fork. And the cannibal says, a fork? And he says, yeah. So he hands the guy the fork, and the guy starts stabbing himself all over his body. And as he's stabbing himself, he says to the cannibals, here's your fucking canoe. Whew. That. (laughs) What was that title again? Nursing Home? That was called Nursing Home. Um, pause for one minute. I want to uh, try something. We're, we're monkeying with the sound here. We're trying to make sure we don't blow your eardrums out because yeah. we noticed that I screamed in the middle of the joke and it spiked. Here's my question to you. Why did the ethnicities matter in that joke at all? Uh, at mean, all. Did you mean the nationalism? Whatever. <laughs> Why did it matter? I guess it's just the show... <laughs> That Americans are assholes. <laughs> like, I don't. What was the point of that? I don't I, I understand. Don't, I don't. I don't. You, you're asking. You need to talk to Ed. I, I do. Sh- I am sure if you look but, on the case, there's a 1-800 number where you could call Ed himself for an well, explanation of the joke. He actually isn't a big fan of modern telephones. He's still got one of those cones that you hold to your ear and you talk to the other cone. 
Yeah, he missed the birth of his child because he didn't get the telegram in time. Oh, um, yeah, this is horrible. All right, here we go. Joke three. By the way, oh, we all. Oh, this young hoodlum wants to get the hoodlum. Wait, listen to him. <laughs> listen to his step on wants three so this times. Young hoodlum wants to get in the mafia, and he wants to meet oh, the Godfather. Never mind. And he tries really hard, and finally he gets to meet the Godfather. And he says, Godfather, I want to be part of the family. I want to do anything I can to be part of the family. What do you want me to do? And the Godfather says, well, you see that cup over there? He says, I want you to jerk off and into the cup. <laughs> Here we go. So the hoodlum takes the cup and he finishes the task and he goes back to the Godfather and he says, Godfather, I did it. I did it. Now, what else can I do to make you happy? What else can I do to be in the family? He said, well, go outside in the alley. So I got two of my friends out there. He said, and I want you to masturbate in front of them and make sure they watch you. Lisa so he says, good Godfather, and he goes out to the is. alleyway, and he does it again, and the guys watch him, and now he comes back in, and he sees the Godfather, and he's pretty much spent at this point. He says, Godfather, is there anything else I can do? I've done everything you asked me to do. He said, one more time in the cup. So the hoodlum summons up all his energy, <laughs> and finally makes the final <laughs> deposit into the cup, and he goes back to the Godfather, he says, Godfather, he says, I've done everything, I've spent myself, is there <laughs> anything else you want me to do? And the Godfather said, yeah, now you can drive my daughter to the airport. Because wow. he was afraid the guy would fuck his daughter. Hey, hey, uh, these hoodlums in the. I don't know why I went very Jewish with the word hoodlum. That's one. <laughs> this hoodlums. guy's making me tired. Right? I can't. Oh, that. Alright. <laughs> tell me. Tell me one of your favorite street jokes. One of my favorite street jokes. Uh, oh, by the way, that one was called. Uh, Rear end collision. Really? <laughs> that was rear end collision. We just listened to. I mean, what was that? An anal reference? Gee. Whoa! I don't know. That's definitely too racy for him. Oh, numbers eighty five. I need water. Has a wingding in the between need and water. Oh, okay. a little box. Uh, here, here's a question. Maybe we're listening to these backwards. What was ninety seven? Ninety seven was lipstick or truck truck driver was the first one we heard, I believe. Right. That's number ninety eight. Okay, so no, there are they're just, just in random. He order. just wrote down a hundred joke Ch- names. Yeah. <laughs> just okay. put them in just put numbers. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay, look, it's not his fault. He's from nineteen thirty two. He doesn't really understand that the numbers are supposed to correspond. <laughs> That's uh, what's going these on. Computers. Ah, these computers. Ah, these robots. These kids are talking to their robots all day. Uh, one of my favorite street jokes. Uh, two old men are sitting in front of a nursing home, and one turns to the other and goes, Hey, Ed, you think as we're getting older, uh, dementia and Alzheimer's is going to be a problem for us? And the uh, second old man turns to the first and goes, Who the fuck is Ed? Wonderful. <laughs> you know what you didn't have to do in that joke? None of them had to have a dragon or like... A uh, talking snake, or you a know, hook. A hook, like, uh, and then he had a pig's head coming out of his ass. Because here's what I'm finding with all of these jokes, and I tried to say this before, and I don't know if I'm making sense. Help me clarify this. I feel like the wildly disproportionate weird part in the middle has nothing has to do. nothing to do with right. the punchline. Like if the guy's banging his hammer on a monkey's head and the monkey's blowing him. That should be the joke, right? Right. And but, what the joke should be in that situation 
is the monkey should turn up and goes, you know, he doesn't have to hit me with a hammer. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You just made up a better... That was one of the 100 funniest jokes he's ever heard. Right. I love that notion of, like, he sat down, right? Because writing is hard. Like, let's not... Well, he didn't make these up. Yeah, no, I know. But, like, writing is hard. Sure. So, like, even just finding 100 classic street jokes to tell... I've got four in my chamber. If jokes start coming, you can always count on me to tell the top four. Right. You know? And none of them have a weird middle that has nothing to do with the punchline. Right. Now, I will say this. I actually know a street joke. It is my mom's only joke. It's a Liberian... I believe you've told me this one before. Right. It's a Liberian street joke that does have a weird aspect to it. But the... This, I feel in a weird way, is the brilliance of my mom's comedy is because she only knows the one joke. No matter how many times you come back to it, that's the only one you'll get. Okay. So if you have like 20 people in a circle, (coughs) everyone shares a joke, and then you go back around the circle, it will always be that same joke. So if everyone's sharing jokes, she keeps telling the same Same one. Same joke over and over (laughs) and over and over. And she knows that that's a weird thing to do. Right. Got it. Okay. But at a certain point... It becomes hilarious. Right. Because you're just like, this is it. Like, what what else is there? Conan talked about how there's that thing if you go too long with something, it stops being funny. But then he talks about if you just keep going and keep going and keep going, the audience starts getting miserable and everyone's starting to turn on you. But then if you keep going and keep going, then suddenly it somehow becomes funny again. Right. Because it's like, wow, they're really committing to this thing. Right. <laughs> so I think it, your mom cracked that code. Right. And so, and, but here's the beauty of it. So for, th- I am 30 years old. She has, I have only ever heard her say this one joke. Mm-hmm. For 30 years. Sure. And to, like, when me and my siblings sit down with her, we'll just, like, we'll just be talking and someone will make a joke. Someone will be like, ah, here's a street joke, whatever. Right? And inevitably, my mom will go, what did the lion say to the policeman? What's that? Man is not just. Let the lion eat the man. <laughs> That's right? not even a joke. Right? That's a proverb. Right? But here's the thing. <laughs> You hear that, and you're like, ah. And then again, and again, and again, and again. And at a certain point in time, you just start losing your mind. Because you're like... Delirium sets in. (laughs) Exactly. Because you're like, this can't... This is. She's not doing it again. Yeah. A, A, it's not a joke. (laughs) And B, she won't let it go. Right. And then at a certain point in time, you're like... Is this a joke? Is this the <laughs> joke? Is there, oh, your mom has Kaufman to the shit out of you right? for 30 years. Right? Your mom's like, a genius. Your mom's a badass. I want to party with your mom now. Like, it, it's one of those, like, it's so weirdly brilliant because you you get, like, you're talking about, like, you get to that point where you're like, this is terrible. And then, like, a little further out, you're like, 
this is amazing. <laughs> and then, like, a little further out, you start questioning yourself. You're like, do I even know what's funny anymore? Like, do I... Like, You I'm start s- questioning your sanity. Am, right. I con- am I in, a, like, a Groundhog Day situation? Am I right. fucked right now? Did Ed... Ed Regine show up and fuck up the timeline and right. trap me in this joke till the end of time. All right. I remember one time, me and all my siblings and my mom and my dad are sitting down at Thanksgiving, and literally for an hour, we're share- we're laughing and sharing jokes with each other. And every time, maybe like once every five minutes, we would come back to my mom, same delivery. Same time. Like she didn't even rush through it. She nope. Wow. Just the same joke. And Is then, that like one of those things? Now you're doing it to me. Now I'm questioning myself. Is that one of those things where it it like originates in another language and there's like a funny word play in the other it, language? It might be. Yeah. But at the same point in time, like Liberia was an American colony, so it's like more than likely they spoke English. Shit. So there's, like, you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because we're I really like, wanted that to be the case, right? But you're kind of like you're kind of losing your mind, <laughs> right? And at a certain point in time, you and just, I'm not even listening to the joke right? over and over. And at a certain point in time, you're just like, "Hey, mom, what's the joke?" <laughs> right? Like you're you're clawing the desk. I don't know what's happening. Mom, tell the joke again. Tell the joke again. Make it better, mommy. Make it better, mommy. All right. All right. You got, are, we, are we doing this? Uh, all I, yeah. All I'm saying is Ed's got nothing on that joke. I think that was a joke. Was that only number three? All right. Yeah. Here we go. Number four. Right. This one is called Amazing Frog. Okay. Amazing Frog. I bet you there's a bear in this one. Yeah. Amazing. So this guy's having sex with a woman, and her husband comes home, and... The guy is naked and runs into the closet. And in the closet is the woman's eight-year-old son. And he says, boy, it's dark in here. And the kid says, yeah. He says, hey. He says, you see this baseball? And the guy says, yeah. He says, "Uh, you want to give me $200 for it? And the guy says, no. And the kid says, well, I can go out and tell my father. He says, all right, I'll give you the money. So then the kid picks up a football. He says, like, this football? And the guy goes, yeah. He says, well, you want to buy it? He says, well, I don't know. He said, $350. And the guy says, all right, and he gives the kid the three hundred fifty dollars. So finally, a couple of weeks go by. How to get three hundred fifty dollars? And uh, he's in confession. He says he's naked. The little kid goes into the confession box and he says to the priest, "He said, boy, it's dark in here.'" And the priest says, "Hey, don't start that shit again." So the guy fucking the mom was the, the priest. priest, which. Uh... I don't know about you, but a lot of zoological facts in that <laughs> joke. There was an amazing frog. It was that. it was the WB frog. We were the problem is that we were looking at the joke and By therefore the way, dance. Wasn't it the man who said it's it's dark in here the first time? Yeah. So the kid says it and then the man says don't start that shit, shit again. again. How did he produce $350 while he was naked? naked. <laughs> did you need to tell me he was naked? Because <clears throat> I don't often have sex full of clothes. <laughs> I don't know about you. I don't know what you're into. I mean, sometimes you got to bang out a quickie, I guess. <laughs> Here, here's how I can tell I am messed Th- that up. Was, that was one of the 100 best <laughs> jokes he's ever heard. Right. 
Continue. Here's how I can tell that I'm messed up in the head. Or maybe this is just a modern perception. I already know where you're going with this. Right. Because I was prepared to laugh. Keep going. Because I go, there's a whole priest molestation joke just waiting there. The whole time I thought it was going to turn into something. Dad's in a shower. Little girl walks in, points at his penis and goes, hey... When do I get one of those? As soon as your mom leaves. That's... <laughs> that's where I thought that, that was joke going. was going. But no, it was just don't start that shit again. One of the 100 funniest, funniest. When he heard that, do you think he buckled over with just, and started crying laughing when he heard that joke the first time? Oh, that is one of the 100 funniest things I've ever heard. I feel like the dude's at Prairie Home Companion who wrote the joke notebook he took Ooh. it from dead. Ooh. Ooh, cutting deep. Did you feel that one, Ed Regine? <laughs> that one hurt. That one hurt. I will say this, though, right? You and I are coming at this from a disadvantage. Okay. Right? Because to us, we go the broad spectrum of humor means... Anything and everything can be joked about. Sure. You just did... A horrendous a molestation joke. joke yeah. right? Because, yeah, and I'm sure if there was somebody... We're sorry if we didn't give her trigger warning or whatever's needed in I'm today's not sorry. society. <laughs> but go ahead. I am. Okay. Uh, but it's like, in today's society, <clears throat> right? We, like, we joke about that stuff because it's just like, that's humanity. Sure. Right? Whereas there is a certain subsection of the population that goes, you cannot talk about those subjects in a humorous fashion. But these jokes aren't funny. I hear what you're saying. He's not going to go into the dark. By the way, parental suggestion. In case your kid was not mature enough to yeah, hear. To handle that one. Because I think he said the word shit in there. Right. So... No eight-year-old has ever come across the word <laughs> shit before. See, I, in my mind, it was because there was a priest in there. Like, that kid's sure. going to go to mass next week and be like, Father O'Flanagan, how could you? Like, I don't know any kids that are that dumb, but maybe. Um, Why do we still, and I don't, this <laughs> might be a thing, but like the stereotype still is, is that it's like an Irish priest. Sure. In 2019. All right, so I hear where you're going with that. I understand your point. Um, So he's not going dark. He's also not going funny. He's not going deep. (laughs) Like Guy walks into a priest confessional booth. I've probably told you this one before. Priest goes, I don't even know what priests say. I'm not Catholic. Uh, Son, what are your sins? Or whatever the fuck they say. And the guy goes, well... I'm 75 years old. A couple nights ago, I was at this bar, minding my business, having this drink. This gorgeous, top 10 beautiful 24-year-old sits next to me. Starts flirting with me. We get along. I go back to her house. I'm 75 years old. I used to be married. My wife died. I had the best sex of my 75 years, and we went at it for hours. Priest goes, well, how long has it been since you've been in a confession? guy goes well i've never been to confession i'm jewish right (laughs) well why are you here telling me this i'm telling everyone i possibly can (laughs) that wasn't dark that wasn't 
any dirtier than the one I just heard. Right. You know what it was? Funny. <laughs> that was that was the angle that joke had on on old Edward Jeans. Right. Well, like there, I I want to be kind to Ed. I don't. I like because part of me goes like, "Hey, man, he did a thing." I don't. I don't like the thing. Sure. I think the thing is shitty. <laughs> I think Ed should be a little bit ashamed of it, but he did a thing. <laughs> But I said that on the last one when I talked about like the guy who makes the terrible movie, and I go, "Hey, I didn't make a movie, right?" Yeah. So but, I'm with you. But I, I think the but problem here the question is, is: should the thing have been done? No, that's the question. <laughs> it really shouldn't have. <laughs> I I think the thing. I like how we've just stopped referring to it as what it is, and we're just referring to it as the thing. Well, this is... It doesn't deserve a proper name. Right, this is starting to develop a personality <laughs> yeah, yeah. on its own. So, maybe this is the whole point. Have you ever heard of an anti-joke before? Oh, sure. Right? Maybe that's what Ed is doing. Maybe he's doing 101 anti-jokes. So he, like your mother, <laughs> he's laughing at me <laughs> because I'm laughing at him. Right. Is what's happening here. Maybe. I don't. I don't want to give Ed that credit. But look at Ed. Saying, Does that look that smart to you? Get take a good look at this guy. <laughs> you mean Jay Leno and Andrew Dice Clay fused together? Oh my god. He's got Jay Leno's chin, which is super weird. How long has Ed been on cruise ships telling oh, these jokes? Goodness. Did she get it from a cruise ship? Yeah, I think okay. so. It was something like that. It has to have been. He's got some good teeth. Mate, you know what this guy is? You know what Ed is? What? Oh my god, do you know what Ed is? Ed is the funny boss who made everyone in the room laugh because they all had to laugh. Oh. And now he's retired off of his... He already sold his company and made oh. his money. He's living off his business money because he looks good. He doesn't look like a guy who's been on the road. He's got good teeth. You know what I mean? Like this. Good teeth, good hair, like yeah. that quasi orange tan. Yeah. This motherfucker is a retired businessman who's already rich. And he's just hanging out on cruise ships telling street oh. jokes. You're hurting me in my loins, Alex. <laughs> like, that's a physical pain. Like, I can feel my potential children just protesting the notion of what you say. They're like, oh. Your, your sperm is screaming at right, you right they're, they're like, oh, reality is unfair? Like, society is unfair? Don't bring us. Don't, don't bring us into the world. Like, I won't say his name, but I've told you this story. I'll tell it on mic. That really hacky comic that I performed with that one time, okay. where the audience ate all his shit up and didn't want nothing to do with me. All he wanted me to say when I brought him up was, this guy's been on the road for 30 years. My girlfriend at the time and I are driving home, and something in my brain, I pull up YouTube, and I type in his name, and I see a guy go, this guy's been on the road for 15 years, and I watched him do the exact same act... <laughs> That I had seen him do that weekend. Uh, and uh, I wasn't... What you're doing right now, I wasn't even able to laugh at him. <clears throat> like, something in me broke. And I was just right. like, this is... I can't even make fun of this guy. Like, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen in right. my life. Well, like, there, there's this weird thing comedically 
where you look at somebody and they are theoretically a success. No, he was the one who I had told a story about the reason why I was there was that I had done well at the improv. And immediately he looks at me. I'm featuring at, it's not called Yuck Yucks, but right. I'm, I'm at the Ha Ha Hut featuring Telling a story about the only reason I'm featuring is I did well at the improv one night, and he immediately goes, can you get me in at the improv? Right. Like, no, I can't. What am I, I don't know. Right. It's amazing that I'm here. I don't know how any of this works. Yeah, it's so, like, comedy is such a weird career path, because there's nobody, there's, like, no mentor system. He was negotiating with me. If I remember correctly, he's even started giving me figures. I'll do it for like three hundred. Like, right. I, I, okay. Is yeah, that? Like, I, don't, I, I don't. What, book the what am I? Why are you telling me this? <laughs> you got a phone? Call the improv. What are you talking about? Right. It uh, comedy is so weird, man. But like, there's no mentoring system unless you find someone who's above you. Right. To take who, you on the road. Right. Who likes you enough to take you with them. Right. That's the whole Joe Rogan and his squad. Right. And it's just like, okay, how do you make... I don't know. I, like, I'll admit, I am a socially awkward dude. At the at the best of times, I'm a socially awkward dude. You know? So it's like, I don't know what I would need to do in order to move up a level. Right? And that's kind of what we're facing now. You know? And, but here's the thing. I look at Ed, right? And I go, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> what you've done is a travesty Ed. but part of me also you've brought comedy down right but part of me also goes like hey Ed uh, what's the name of the guy who books cruise yeah, ships yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> tell him I'll do it for 300 right exactly you know alright when do you have to go uh, I probably need to leave here it's like an hour back to sure get up there so I probably need to leave here like 845 45 so we got Perfect, perfect. All right, this is track number five. This is called Flatten Daddy. Flat, okay. Flatten Daddy. Sounds like a kink. So these four guys are out golfing. There's a priest, there's a Japanese guy, a Chinese guy, and an Italian guy. So there's a foursome in front of them, and they're taking forever to play. And the four guys are getting frustrated, and they're going, what is going on here? We can't play through. These guys are slow. They're all over the course. Finally, the priest says, let me go find somebody. So he goes over to one of the groundskeepers, and he said, hey, man, there's four people in front of us. They're taking forever. What is going on there? And the groundskeeper said, well, those are firemen, and they saved our clubhouse from being burnt to the ground. But in the process, they lost their sight, so they're blind, but we let them come on and bang the balls around anytime they want. So the priest says, oh, my God, that's amazing. I'm Pause. How irrelevant are the ethnicities of the four guys going to be? Completely, but here's a step <laughs> further. How irrelevant is it that we even know anything about those four guys? Yes, yeah, okay. We don't need to know he's a priest. Sure. We don't need to know one's I've Japanese, already forgot. One's I forgot Chinese, one of them was a priest. One's Italian. I remembered, like, it, I remembered Japanese. That was the only one. We're so far into the joke now, I forgot the ethnicities <laughs> of the four fucking guys. I like how you say the ethnicities when we got three ethnicities <laughs> and a job occupation. Whatever. All right. <laughs> And they're blind. They're knocking the balls around. I'm going to pray for them. And the Japanese guy says, well, I am going to donate $50,000 to the Blind Foundation. What? 
<laughs> okay. You know how you know how Japanese like the stereotype for Japanese is that they donate money, <laughs> right? And that they have a lot of expendable income. You know that you know that old joke, right? About how the Japanese give charity, charity. <laughs> right? Or or the fact that they can apparently teleport because the priest went off and found a dude. What? In the in the earlier portion of the joke, the priest goes, "I'm gonna go find out what's going on." So he goes and finds a groundskeeper. Oh shit! So the Japanese dude theoretically isn't even there. Oh my god, my balls just <laughs> my balls just shrink. I think I just went infertile. <laughs> this is the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. All right, Chinese guy. And the Chinese guy says, "I am going to tell every doctor I know if they can help them uh, restore their vision." What? And then the Italian guy says, "Hey, why the fuck can't they golf at night?" Oh, okay. So I, I oh, keep talking. I just got to take I, a rest. I will say this. Whoa! Shut up, Ed. <laughs> so I will say this: the ethnicity, like it didn't ten percent. One of them, two of them mattered. So fifty percent. Which one? The priest prayed for him. And the Italian guy was a rough Italian guy. Did, did he say the priest prayed for him? Yeah, that we were talking over. Okay. The, the priest says, well, I'll pray for him. The Japanese guy says, money. The Chinese guy says, doctors. Because you know that hilarious joke <laughs> about, about Chinese, Chinese doctors, doctors. Right. I guess. And, uh, we all know that one. <laughs> anyway. and, and then the Italian guy was a rough Italian guy. All right. So 50% of the ethnicities were important. You know what he could have just said? There were three guys. One of them was Italian. Right. <laughs> no, no, he, we're into the joke. Or he could have just said four guys, one of them was Italian. Sure. That's uh, what I meant like, to say. That's like, what I meant to say. But I'm like he could have even just said four Italians were golfing. Sure. Like he could have cut the joke down by like seventy five percent if you just four Italians, one of them was a gangster. Right. No, you don't like even if you want to go with like the A Italian stereotype, right? Right. Which I gotta kind of applaud Gene. I was super expecting like a racist accent. I was super. So he all he did was just amplify his actual accent. I think. <laughs> right. No, I, I'm talking about like for the Chinese guy. Oh, the Japanese sure, sure. Guy. I was like, ooh. You almost wonder. You almost wonder now. <laughs> what if these jokes? What if that joke used to be a funny racist joke? That had stereotypes oh, yeah. in it. And then this guy, he wasn't smart enough to realize, well, I have to remove the offensive part. <laughs> but he didn't take it a step further and go, I also have to just not mention that one of them. <laughs> he was like, I'll meet them halfway. <laughs> oh, Ed. But I want to punch you in the cunt. Alright, but like... That was my could... dog. Did you hear that? <laughs> the, the joke is so bad. Bobo. Yeah, is my dog is crying <laughs> because that joke sucks so much ass. Joke number six. This one is called Three Dogs. Speaking Three of dogs. Oh, okay. Three dogs. Here we go. Joke number six. Three dogs. So this woman uh, is standing in front of a full-length mirror naked, and she's rubbing herself, and she's saying, I need a man. I need a man. I need a man. And her son eight years old walks by and sees her doing that and goes into his room about two weeks later he comes home and his mother's bedroom door is a little bit ajar so he looks at it and he sees her making mad passionate love to a man so he runs into the bedroom takes all his clothes off and stands in front of the mirror and goes I need a bike 
I need a bike. I need a bike. I thought that joke was hilarious when I was in sixth grade. Was this? Is there? Is there genuineness to this clap? No. Are you actually okay with this joke? A little no. Bit? No. Here, here's the thing. It it gets the slow golf clap. Okay. Because Ed managed to go through that entire joke this time without stumbling to remember what the joke <laughs> oh, was. Oh, that's true. He definitely took some uh, pauses. He never said uh. You did right. a good job about that, but you can definitely hear that moment where you're dragging out word number two so you can remember word number three. There's definitely... There, there's also part of me that goes, you're recording this, Ed. Yeah. You didn't have the time to run through it once and then record again. Dude. To make sure you weren't umming through your... Whew. That was one of the 100 funniest <laughs> jokes He's ever heard. <laughs> oh, I guess. You know the thing I kind of love, too, about just the concept of that, right? Is, like, what woman just rubs on herself and repeats a well, mantra? I think that that was him in an attempt not to be dirty. I think she was probably rubbing her pussy. Okay. I think it was the joke. <clears throat> oh, but wouldn't I, it have been better if the kid was just masturbating then? Like, it might be a little funnier. And why is she doing... Okay, but if she is rubbing her pussy, like, why is she masturbating in front of a full-length mirror? Like, what I liked was at the beginning of that one, he was like, hey, Shane, check this one out. Like, here, I gotta play the intro to that one first. Listen to this little, like, inflection he has when he talks about... Here it comes. So this woman uh, is standing... Yeah, this woman, <laughs> she's standing naked in the mirror. This is gonna get wacky. Wait, wait, you hear this uh, one, guys. Dude, so... I don't know if it was you or Patrick who I had the conversation about the whole Wacky Ned thing. I don't know what you're talking about. So Wacky Ned, I had never heard this term until I had had a conversation with another comic uh, uh, in which he talks about this thing called the Wacky Ned, which is like the guy with the big sunglasses and like the bow tie yeah. and the suspenders sure his, you know and you take it's that comic where like they take his photo and they put it up on the oh, marquee yeah, yeah. and he's like I'm wacky yeah. yuck 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 sure. and you're like that is what Ed would be in a Hawaiian shirt ooh that's good you know That's what I'm good. talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah, like I know there's a photo and his, of and his that. joke. His joke ends with, "What was I thinking?" And, right? Like, <laughs> like not even in a Brian Regan esque way. No, like, no, no. <sighs> this one's called Presidents. Track number seven, Presidents. We're only so on this s- woman is staying in the hotel, and her husband's out uh, during the day on business, and uh, she calls down to the desk clerk, and she says, you know, this, w- the hotel is right near a train, and this train keeps coming by. She said, and it's really difficult to sleep at night. you got to change our room. And the guy from the hotel says, well, he says, we don't really have any rooms available. Let me come up and see exactly what you're talking about. So she says, well, while you're waiting for the train to come, I'm going to take a shower. So she gets in the shower, comes back out with a towel, and the guy's laying on the bed to see exactly what's going to happen when the train goes by. In the meantime, the husband comes home from the meeting early, walks in and sees the guy in bed and his wife standing there. I'm so disinterested. That word. I'm so disinterested in this joke. I don't even know what's happening. And then she said, the husband comes. I don't know what's happening in this joke anymore. So, (laughs) 
Let me give you a breakdown okay. <laughs> right quick of how many things are wrong with this Help. joke from top to bottom. Maybe this is why I just tuned out. One, way too long for what I am <laughs> sure is a really short punchline. Sure. This is how many seconds? It's 47 seconds long. Okay. Right? Two, what hotel in the world has a dude at the front desk who doesn't know there's a trade outside sure. the hotel, right? She goes, there's a train running by, and instead of being like, oh, it's Sorry, ma'am, that's right? room 55, yeah. Right, he's just like, I've never noticed a train before. Let me lie down on your bed to see what this is like. Oh, did you, was she complaining about the bed? I'm telling you, I tuned completely she, out. She's complaining that there's a loud train that's running by their room. So his way of... Checking to see if that's true or bed. not. Also, <laughs> it's great that this train schedule is such that it would come by right when they went back to the room. Right. That's, but, that's, that's convenient. Right. And, and so, then the husband comes home from his meeting... So now we're home? (laughs) No. Apparently he took his wife with him on a business trip. I hate you, Ed Ed Regine. (laughs) I hate you so much. All right. Let's just get this over with. And his wife's standing there. Oh, fuck you. What the hell are you doing? And the guy says, would you believe I'm waiting for a train? I have... Was that it? Yes. And... What have I done? That's exhausting. It's <laughs> exhausting, Alan. That was number seven. There's 93 more of these. Well, we got to do them at some point. I know. We, we have to. We I can't, know. We, we, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not denying it. it here, Look, when you got to clean the septic tank, <laughs> you got to clean the septic tank. Like, all right, here we go. I will say this. Oh, God. Right? That entire joke leading up to the punchline, you could have thrown out everything about the background. Oh. You could have just been a man comes home early from work and finds a naked or finds a dude in his bed <laughs> yeah. while his wife is in the shower. And he goes, What the hell are you doing here? And the man goes, Would you believe I'm waiting on a train? Yeah. That like that's it. That that's how you shorten that whole thing down to like fifteen seconds. But it's instead, actually it, that's actually kind of funny because it's just weird. Cause right. You're caught. So what are you gonna say? Would you believe I'm waiting Would on a train? Um, I want to end this episode. Okay. That was. I I feel like this is gonna be a series. I don't see us. I don't see this finishing in like three episodes. Yeah. So, like, episode the next episode, we can go back to the bucket, or you can introduce something to me. Yeah. And then we'll return to old Ed Regine, and then we'll do something else, and then we, you know, yeah, this could can swap this out. could take us well into 2030. <laughs> as long I I don't see how we're ever gonna finish this. Well, I mean, what we take like an hour to do seven jokes. Oh, all right, we gotta cleanse our palates. Tell a good joke. <sighs> Tell a good joke. Tell a good joke. I don't know how I'm going to be able to compete with Ben. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> that is uh, a good fucking point. Let's, uh, let's do an 
a decent street joke. Yeah. Alright. Uh, three men are sitting in a bar, and in walks Jesus. Alright? And Jesus sits down at the bar, and the three men look at each other, and they go, Hey, that's Jesus. So the first man goes, Oh, uh, I'll buy Jesus a drink. And Jesus goes, Oh, thank you, my son. He blesses him. And the man goes like, Hey, you know, uh, I've been missing a finger for the longest time. And my finger grew back. Thank you, Jesus. And the second man goes, You know, like, you know what? That was so amazing. I'll buy you a drink. And he buys him a drink, and Jesus blesses him. He goes like, Wow, my ear's been ringing for the longest time. You know, and thank you, Jesus. And the third man goes, I buy you a drink, but I'm on workers' comp. Ah! <laughs> ah! He didn't want to get better. Right? Like... Ah! Ah! Uh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Rafi just shot himself. <laughs> <clears throat> Old man goes out. I can't get through this joke without laughing. Old man goes out every day, sits on the bench, talks to the kids, watches the birds, whatever. One day he goes out there. There's an old woman sitting on the same bench. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Strikes up a conversation with her. She seems nice. Comes out the next day. She's there again. They get to talking. Comes out, you know, time passes. There, there's a thing developing between this old man and this old woman. Mm-hmm. But they only ever meet on the bench. Well, one day he goes, look, I'm still a man. I got needs. Could, could maybe while we're sitting here talking, could maybe you could just hold it. I'm not asking for anything else, just hold it while we talk. Yeah, I can do that. Now, same situation, she just holds it while they talk. She goes out there one day, he's not there. No big deal. Next day he's not there, next day he's not there. She starts to get scared, she starts to realize, we never actually exchanged information, we've only ever met on this bench, I don't know where he is, we're both old, I don't know what's going on. She's starting to lose hope. One day she comes out. I cannot get through this joke without laughing. <laughs> One day she comes out. She looks across and she sees him sitting with another old woman. And her hand is down his pants. She's livid. She marches over there. How dare you? Who do you think you are? No one does this to me. What does she have that I don't have? Parkinson's disease. <laughs> <laughs> And there you go, folks. <laughs> How about that? We 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 have challenged Ed. Yeah. Re- <laughs> the, the fucking gauntlet is thrown, Ed Regine. You scumbag. He's gonna wipe the floor with us, Alec. But we're gonna yeah. go down swinging. Whew. All right. How about that? 